What up? This is, uh, <laughs> what, StoochCast? I think this is 80, right? I hope it's 80. Okay, yeah, 80. The Plaxico Burris. He was 80 for the steal. Yes. Plaxico Burris, 80 edition. The Jerry Rice edition. What else? The, um, I don't know. Any other famous players with uh, the number 80, please email stoochcast at gmail.com and we'll have a greatest hits, I guess. Uh, gonna talk more about Australia. I know that the one on the beach with uh, Keegan, you know, only like 16 minutes, but I'm gonna try to recap everything as much as I can remember. There was a lot of wine and tequila and beer drank throughout the week. So, um, I gotta say this Pittsburgh airport really needs, uh, like they need this billion dollar renovation. I know they signed off on it. It's gotta like, it, it's, it's due because, you know, when you fly down to Atlanta and you fly over to LAX, you fly over to Sydney, like all three airports, world-class, just world-class, nice 21st century airports. They get it. Then you go to the Pittsburgh airport and you kind of go back in time. You're, you're in the eighties a little bit. You know, it's definitely it definitely needs like a bit of a upgrade. You know, it's you know like uh, like it has carpet. You know, lots of carpet everywhere. You know, back when carpet was the thing, and you know, kind of gotta gotta brighten it up a little bit. Give it that, give it that big tech. You know, Apple, Google, Shine, Tesla, save the world vibe. Uh. Yeah, the airport needs upgrade. Like, here, Pittsburgh International Airport. Flew Delta, which wasn't bad. Delta was pretty good. But um, yeah. And uh, Delta was fun, and uh, you know we got a lot of stuff done, and flew from uh, place to place, and uh. Yeah, fine down in Atlanta. I'm trying to think in Atlanta. Oh yeah, and it, <laughs> down in Atlanta there was, um, you know, we had a layover there for like two and a half hours, something like that. And um, you know, we went to go get like just get like a quick drink before the next flight because that's what you do at the airport. Everything's just lawless and you're waiting. So what better way to just you know you go and start drinking and uh, you know talk to random people for ten minutes before you get on your next flight and um there was like out in like the main concourse like in the cat like uh you know just people were just sitting down kind of like in the cafeteria whatever section and in the food court the food court all right people were just sitting down there's a lady there i was playing piano we walked by and kiga goes like hey you play piano can we sing a song and then she was like you can sing whatever you want and then i go let's do piano man so it was me keegan and just this lady playing piano we were all singing piano man and you know the audience there could believe it. it was the perfect mixed like reaction from the audience people were loving it people were recording it on their phones people were uh you know, just look disgusted for some reason. I don't know why. Like, why are you just so... How can you just be so miserable just to be like, oh, look, they're trying to enjoy themselves at the airport. It's just some people just miserable. 
you can't change that but it, it was like just the perfect like mixed vibe and then like it's it just at the end the clapping the applause was just like this like you know like just like five or six people spread out doing it it was it was the best it was it was what needed to be done and then we got on the plane and flew about jesus what was it like four and a half hours all the way to lax and then i sat next to this guy who claimed to be like a board member for like sag aftra and like hollywood it was just claiming that he's hung out with all these hollywood big wigs and power brokers and stuff like that i was just kind of like, yeah i can't see it's like i just don't i don't know i just part of me just doesn't believe it but maybe i tried looking up the try looking up whoever it was and i got nothing maybe it's like super private i don't know i just i just distrust people when they come out and they just are bragging about you know what i mean just like talking about how amazing their life is it's like, i feel like there's definitely got to be some just a little bit of bs i don't know that's just the vibe I get. But, um, it got to LAX and it was around like, when we get there, like 8.30, our next flight was around 10.30 on that Friday. And then, um, yeah, we just, LAX airport was huge. LA was like, it's the first time I've ever been to LA, just at the airport and stuff. It was like just a big valley. You just see these mountains like in the distance. And all, like all these lights, like I remember flying in, it was just clear sky for literally like 15 minutes flying in. It was just all lights. It was just this sprawl of lights and grid, electrical grid. And that's all that freeways. Like that's all it is. It's weird, weird place. Not Pittsburgh anymore. And then um, we got on at around 1030. Like the flight was like a Virgin Australia flight, which I guess courtesy of Delta. So it was like, you know, we're taking the Australian carrier into Sydney. And man, it was like, it was nice. It was a nice plane. Like the interior was nice. Phone chargers, movies, you know, they gave you water bottles, pillow, blanket, you know, headphones if you needed them. I mean, they gave you tons of amenities the flight attendants were hot i mean it was <laughs> full surface it was just classic uh it was nice yeah best part about it was where i sat i had a window seat so i was able to look outside terrified at the pacific ocean just you look outside it's just nothing but dark and then there was a lot of turbulence on the flight so the plane would just keep shaking throughout the night the 15 hour flight i'm just getting I, I just got nervous every time it was like the first it was the first real time I've ever done something like that. But, like, you know, you hear all the reports, like, flying thousand times safer than driving a car. But, you know, you always just, you just think the worst. You know what I mean? Like, but, yeah, flying the plane, it was, I watched a lot of movies. I watched, like, Interstellar. I'm trying to think. I watched Walk the Line, the Johnny Cash movie with, like, Reese Witherspoon, Hawkeen Phoenix. I watched a ton of movies. I watched Sicario, the one with Josh Brolin and Benicia Del Toro. See, I can't pronounce like half these names. And um, I'm trying to think of all the movies I watch. I watched just, I watched like so many on the flight. You just have the time to do it. I remember coming back, I watched like Blood Diamond. I watched Braveheart. I watched 
What else did I watch? I watched The Martian with Matt Damon. I watched just a ton of just a ton of crap. Now I'm a movie critic now. Uh, it's just it's unbelievable. If you get in there into Sydney, they had just had like took like this beach walk. They just had it, this beach walk from this Kuji Beach all the way to um, Bondi, which is like their main tourist attraction beach. And Bondi's still nice, beautiful beach. Like people were like, "Oh, that's where the tourists go," but it's like it, you know, looking at it, it was like, "Yo, it's." It's like no wonder. Like this beach is not it's just a nice arched beach. You know, blue water. Lovely sand, you know, nice just colorful buildings around it. I mean, what's not what's not to love? Good waves. Like it definitely fit the description. I don't usually buy into what the pictures like oftentimes, you know, what the pictures will show and then you actually go there, you're just kind of like, "Oh, but this, like, just the scenery, just how beautiful everything looks, it definitely exceeded expectations. I totally want to go back. I don't know when. It's got to be within, like, five years or something. But I got a couple other places I need to hit up. Just keep working and having fun. But, yeah, we did, like, the walk. And, uh, yeah, they had, like, little, like, lagoons and baths. It's just all, like natural breaking away from like the waves and the rocks and you know when we when we got there it was sunday so we skipped a day and went to sunday and like everybody was just hanging out on the beach just having a good day the weather was perfect it was beautiful everyone was just walking around gorgeous people too jesus christ like no fatties <laughs> i mean of course you're at the beach but even downtown like in the city it's just no like there was just not a lot of fat people it's it had like a city just had like it had this perfect blend of um there were definitely american elements to it there were definitely european elements to it but there was definitely like a just a getaway you know southeast asia vibe to it as well just with the climate and um it was like a nice combo of all three like the the amount of shops that they had there. They had cafes. They had shop. They had cafes. Cafes. They have so many cafes there. It was kind of like uh, like like the vape shops that you have popping up around here. They just had a cafe everywhere you went. They love brunch culture. Um, you know, good gelato stands. Ice cream was good. Uh, you could eat kangaroo there. I didn't try any. Uh, I had a meat pie though. That was pretty good. And a meat pie, it's that's like it's the nat, it's the national dish, the meat pie. So I got the one where it was called oh jeez, what was it called? It was like the something meat pie, and um, yeah, they give you mashed potatoes, mashed peas. It's called a tiger. They called it a tiger meat pie. Mashed potatoes, mashed peas, and then it was just like a, like a chicken pot pie, and then they put gravy on top of it. The, the tiger meat pie. It was pretty good. Good stuff. I was a bit nervous at first, but it was good. Good fast food, and uh, I enjoyed it. I'm just bouncing around trying to think of stuff we did. Uh, I did stand up there. Yes. <laughs> I went on Thursday night. It was this place called Tudor Bar, and... um. 
they had a good crowd. I went up there. They had laughs. I probably sucked, but I looked like a tourist. So I think just the way I dressed, I had a fanny pack on like the whole time. I, I wore a fanny pack the whole time. I saw nobody else with a fanny pack in Australia. So I looked like a total dork and definitely a tourist. Uh, but hey, man, I just, you know, you just don't want your shit getting stolen. You know what I mean? You don't want thieves coming up through here, taking your passport, taking your wallet. Just, you know, it looks goofy, but I came back with all my gear, so yay. I'm trying to think what else. They wore a lot of black. Like, we'd be in downtown a few times. They wore a lot of black around the city, I noticed. People had nice watches. And, like, in the uh, eastern part of the city. Well, we were at the eastern part of the city, which was, like, the wealthier side. We didn't go to, like, West Sydney. I'm sure it was would be more working class. Get more rugby fans over there. You know what I'm saying? That's where all the sports fans are. Uh, oh, I just got some coffee. Wait. Yeah, but um, yeah, downtown was nice. Definitely a modern city, and they just keep building. Like a lot of areas, they're just building on and on to it. Um, I'm trying to see Sydney. Wiki. I go back again. I go to Sydney. Now they had Now they had for like their nightlife, they had like these lockout laws, which is where they stop letting people in the bars at like certain times. So it depends on what area in some areas it was like eleven thirty or midnight, others it was one o'clock. I think one o'clock, but a lot of bars they didn't close to like three or four AM. So it was like this weird thing where if they'd stop letting people in after a certain time, they kinda wanna funnel out, you know, the bars slowly so that I guess they just didn't want any craziness overnight. But it's like, I don't know, like, crime issues in Sydney. I bet in Pittsburgh it's just, like, another day. Like, <laughs> yeah, but they have, like, this huge, beautiful harbor. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's gorgeous there. I mean, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous place. I'm trying to th see where, um... What's the uh, population of Sydney? For each decade since 1961, the population has increased by more than 250,000. Sydney's population at the time of the 2011 census was 4,391,674. It has been forecast that the population will grow to between 8 and 8.9 million by 2061. Wow. Despite this increase, Australian Bureau of Statistics predicts that Melbourne will replace Sydney as Australia's most populated city by 2053. I think 5 million people live there. So it's like, it's growing. Like, like it's just, you know, it's a huge city. They got, it's a major center of banking, tourism. Yeah, you know, it's, they got a lot, they got a lot going on. I think what else, what else we do? Just a lot of like, just going to some small bars. There's like this bar, I forget. There's this bar that was kind of like a rock bar downtown. Uh, what was it called? Frankie's. Yeah, our bartender looked like Dave Grohl. I told him that. And I don't think he knew who Dave Grohl was. Like, how do you not know who Dave Grohl is? Like, I feel like Dave Grohl's a pretty big, like rock star. Like in the States, but you know, people wear Nirvana stuff. Like when they know, I don't know. But he did look like Dave Grohl, our bartender. And, uh, you know, I was pretty rocking. And, um, 
yeah, I think that's. I don't know if I come if I can think of other things to talk about. The hostels were cool. We stayed at this hostel called uh, Noah's Backpackers. So it was just a big, just gold. And a hostel's kind of like just a cheap ass, really cheap ass hotel, like below a motel. It's just you come in, you lay down. Like there may not be exactly the cleanest place. It depends on the hostel which you go to. But ours was pretty nice. Like our first room, it was like an eight-person room, so it was like three of us were in there, and then there were like people there from other countries, people from uh, somebody from uh, Ireland, somebody from Wales, Germany, the Netherlands. Like they were just cool people all over. A lot of those people were there for a long time. They were there for um, some people were there like a year, three months, six months. Like a lot of them want to live in Australia. They got like a work visa, and what you have to do is you have to do 88, I think, if you don't have um, a college education or something like that. I believe it's you got to work 88 days out in the, uh, you will work out like picking fruit somewhere in Australia. They take you somewhere, and you pick fruit all day, berries, nuts, bananas, whatever, for, you know, to feed, to feed the people, and uh yeah, I guess after you do that work, then I guess you go to the next step in trying to become a senior. I think you got to pay $10,000 Australian. And um, how the conversion rate works is uh, one US dollar is equal to 1.41 Australian dollars. So US got some buying power over there. So it was fun. Then I mentioned the pack of six. It was like 40 bucks a pack. 40 bucks a pack, just 28 US dollars. That was... That was wild. And they just had like, they had like pictures of, you know, lung cancer, like what, and it just, it's like a black cigarette. All the cigarettes are black and it just says smoking kills. And they really just try to scare you away from using them. But it was funny. We were talking to this one bartender. He was like, yeah, man, the smoking laws suck. You know, I can't, that's why I had to quit. Like, oh, so they, you know, did what it was supposed to do. Help your lungs and your overall health. That's good. But, um, yeah, it's super nice. Uh, Got to go back. Just a huge, huge city. Opera House was nice. They had, like, a bar around the Opera House. You know, you just get some drinks. You hang out. Everybody, people dressed dapper. Everyone knew how to... People dress classy over there. Like it was a good, it was a good time. I'm trying to think how much time we're in this podcast. Ooh, almost twenty minutes. Wow. I'm. Whew, see, time flies when you're having fun. Now I can talk about sports. And uh, so the so AB and Lev Bell are gone. AB was traded. Lev Bell signed with the Jets. I think for like it was less money. AB traded. Uh, what's the um? Here. What was he traded for? He was traded for like a third round and a fifth round, right? Yeah, yeah. What is? Um. Okay, so Steelers got three of the first sixty-six picks. And four of the first 83 picks. 
They traded Marcus Gilbert to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, okay. Dead air. You mean, yeah, like... I don't know. I think and it's still sign a couple free agents. I think they signed some linebacker from the Rams and the Rams went to the Super Bowl, some middle linebacker. They still need help there. And then they signed some cornerback that had four picks last year. So that's big. Cause I don't think anyone on that defense had more than two interceptions. And then they signed some wide receiver that gets like around six, seven hundred receiving yards a year. So he's like a third string wide receiver. So I mean and then uh, Jesse James left. Still got Vance. I know. I think it's. I think it's better for the team. I think it's just the expectations. Well, like we've had the past three, four years. You know, the expectations. Steelers going to go to the Super Bowl. Steelers going to go to the Super Bowl. They have all this talent. You know, how can they not make it? But it just sort of imploded with everybody. I think now it's just the dust has settled. Where's, where's there going to be controversy? I mean, where's nobody else on that team is causing headaches really? Besides, like, the left belt holdout suspension, which was a distraction, all right, in its own way. It's like, oh, he's not here. And then they, you try to go on like it didn't happen, which is a distraction. And then AB, you know, wanting, wanting out of town, even though he's had 15 receiving touchdowns last year and, like, over 100 receptions. And I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know. I guess stuff, it changes. Yeah, but... We'll find out. That's why you play the game, and they got draft picks, and I don't know. They gotta, they gotta shore up that defense. Draft a receiver in the third round. The Steelers are pretty good at drafting wide receivers. They know how to do that. Just plug a guy in, and it works. So, and then you know you got Connor, and oh, who else do they have? Steelers running backs. They have that other guy that was pretty good. I'm trying to. I gotta get the Samuels. Yeah, they got Connor and Samuels. I'll be all right there. And, um, it's about keeping that line together. You gotta keep that offensive line together. And, uh, they have for the most part, which is one of the best lines in pro football. You know, you got Pouncey, DeCastro, Villanueva. No, I forget who else, who else they even have on that line. Like, I, I just don't even know. Steelers depth charts. Oh, the depth chart. Yeah, they got Foster, DeCastro. I guess they don't have right tackle. BJ Finney, I guess, was their depth guy. I guess they don't have a right tackle. And, um, Switzer, yeah, that white guy that's trying to make uh, the next Wes Welker or, uh, you know, What's his name for New England? Oh, I'm just blowing it today. Patriots wide receivers. <laughs> next Wes Welker. Who's the guy that they have? Julian Edelman, yes. The next Julian Edelman. The next Wes Welker. Ryan Switzer. Villanueva. Left tackle. Ramon Foster. Pouncey DeCastro. 
Yeah, they got depth. And um, defense, Hayward, Hargrave, to it, Good. T.J. Watt, good. But Dupuy, eh. Bostica Williams, eh. They need somebody in there. They need a first-round pick. Sean Davis, eh. Edmonds will be better. Um, Joe Hayden's good. Artie Burns sucks. But they kind of got a guy to play. Who's that corner the Steelers signed? Steelers sign corner. All right. Steven Nelson. That's not bad. Cornerback from the Chiefs, Steven Nelson. Jordan Hayden and comp compromising a free agent tandem at corner. Okay. That that wasn't bad. Because I think the dude had, as I said, the dude had four interceptions. You need that. Then kicker, uh, I'd say just have a competition in camp. Bring some guys in. I think they already got... A dude. Boswell, though, you signed him. I mean, it's like, he could be really good. And, uh, yeah. He could be good again. Sometimes you just have a bad year. Yeah. Do it in camp, see what happens. I mean, all it is is kicking balls. Imagine being like a punter, too. It's like you have your game down. Like, just how easy that position is. If you just have your punting skills down, like... How often are your workouts as a punter? I want to know that. I want to know, like, I know Pat McAfee used to punt in the NFL. And I think I think he even he said he was just, like, didn't really give a shit, didn't really take it that seriously. Then the one time he actually worked out in the offseason and took care of his body, he became, like, an all-pro punter. And, like, I don't Like, what workouts do punters do? do like, I know it's it's got to be a lot of stretching, right? A lot of yoga. And, you know, you probably just... Yeah, like, what do you do? Do you hit leg machines? Well, you got to keep the leg, like, you don't want it to be stiff. You want your leg to be kind of just, like, loose so you can just hit the ball. I think it's just a lot of stretching, right? And then some weightlifting, I guess. But overall, like, the punter's a pretty dope job, especially if, like, all pro punter. Like, you make, like, two, you could make, like, two million a year being a punter if you're a really good punter. That's the job I would want. And it's, like, punters are never, like, shh crapped on like it's not as hard as kicker it's like if a kicker misses like a kicker could be accurate all year if it's a playoff game he misses that kick they want you fired immediately whereas like the punter it's just sometimes you have a bad punt like a 25 yard punt but it's just like all right now it's up to the defense to go step up but if it's like if you have a good punter out there that gets those coffin corner kicks you know he does it like 50 yards every time and down the coffin corner What's there to really complain about? At some part, it's just kick straight away. They just want a straight shot. I guess you got to worry about the block. When they try to block you and they could fuck up your leg or they tackle you, that would be just really uncomfortable. you got to watch out for that. But 99% of the time, I mean, the timing on that, like you, you get the ball off and you're not hitting the ground. And if you do hit the ground, it's a penalty because they want to protect the punter. I have to say, being a punter would be a pretty sweet gig. Let's see what movie this is. Deja Vu, 2006. This is Denzel Washington, Val Kilmer, Jim Caviezel, Paula Patton. This is the movie I'm watching. But yeah, back to punting. I'm just, I'm just excited for the Steelers, as you can tell. I could go to Latrobe like today. Like, what's the weather out? It's nice. Let's see the weather. 
it's like yeah like 46 oh yeah it's getting it's that late march early april this time of year sucks because it's just like like it's nice that it's getting warmer but it's just it's not quite summer yet like it's not summer until around may like 16th like literally my birthday is when summer starts because early may sometimes it can still be a little bit cool but by the time like around mid-may it's pretty you know shit heats up and it's just nice it's like pleasant like it's like 72 every day the high like the sun's out it's nice out the humidity isn't as high as it'll be within like the next two months when like july it just could get hot as fuck but i I'm looking forward to it. And I know you are too. Um, what else? They got Pirates coming up. Pittsburgh Pirates. A lot of, uh, I don't know. Just wait and see. They play the Reds on Thursday. They wouldn't even post the attendance. Pirates attendance. They used to post the Pirates attendance. Wait a minute. Okay, there we go. 2015 Pittsburgh, like, look, watch this. 2015 Pittsburgh Pirates had two point, at around 2.5 million people show up to the games. And then if this would load, and I could see what happened in 2016, that would be great. Come on. What, what what it's not doing the thing losing wild card games to the cubs i love i love the pirates but i got to watch from like afar i I've, i just don't want to go to that many games i just don't want to endorse it. like i want to watch it on tv more like if it's on, like i i kind of just didn't care last year i kind of miss watching baseball so yeah, 2016 Pittsburgh Pirates attendance was down about 10%. So it went down to 2.25 million. Then in 2017, it went down a lot again to 1.9 million. So it's like you've almost lost 600,000 people attendance-wise. Then in 2018, 1.465. So you've lost a million people attendance-wise. A million. A million. In just three years, you lost a million people in a, te- a million people attendance. You know how much money that is? That's like, like, think of like each person, like the ticket to the game, food, parking, just overall. Just say it's like, we'll say forty bucks. That's forty million coming in. And then you know what happens when attendance is low? You got to lower your prices for everything else to draw people to come in. Because when you have more demand, you could raise prices. So it's like overall, your business, it's just at the gate, it's just taking a hit of like tens of millions of dollars because you just don't want to go out and spend money willing to win. Dude, if I felt like the Pirates gave a shit and were trying, I would go to games. I would go to like, I'd go to like multiple games a month. I would be there but it's like i just don't feel like it's their number one thing it's like i get it it's a business you want to make money that's the bottom line but it's like 
Why not win? Why not have winning be your business model? If we win, we make a ton of money. Look at the Steelers. Look at the Penguins. The fan like fan bases love you. They buy your shirts, everything you come up with. They'll buy your jerseys. They'll buy tickets to the games. They'll fill up the seats. They'll watch the game. T- local TV ratings, all that stuff. But I, I hear that the TV local TV deal is bad. It just it doesn't pay out as much as other metro areas, which I like. I know it's Pittsburgh isn't Chicago or New York or LA, but like the Pittsburgh metro area, like Pennsylvania is a state of almost 13 million people, right? You got around like five to six that live in the Philly area. Okay, that means there's another like six or seven just around Pennsylvania outside of Philly. And they don't like Philly. They don't like New York or the big cities. But like, you go out to the middle of the state. You, I bet you find pirate. Like, you find Steeler fans. If you go out in the middle of the state of Pennsylvania, you find more Steeler fans than anything else. More Penguins fans. That's because you win. If the Pirates were to go out there and to start winning, they would have like most most of Western PA, Central, probably even up there in like Scranton, you know, in the north uh, east side of the state. They would all root. For the Pirates, so you got like Eastern Ohio, you know, Steubenville, you know, you know, Canton, Youngstown, maybe even Columbus. Columbus don't even have a Columbus doesn't even have a baseball team. They want somebody to root for. You think they want to root? Like the Indians have never won anything. The Reds have never won anything. Columbus is full of Steelers fans because the Steelers win. You go down West Virginia, that's two million people there. Two million people, West Virginia. They root for whoever Pittsburgh roots for. I'm just saying, like. You add all that up, that's like ten that's like a fan base of like ten million around here in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia. That's like you know what I mean? That's like a market. You could argue, argue you could argue it. That's like a market of like ten million. Say you like um say a million people in Ohio, say two million West Virginia, and then you get like seven million in Pennsylvania. I'm just saying. Maybe you know, all the way up to Buffalo. Buffalo don't even have a baseball team. They probably all, all New York roots for the Yankees. Let's be real. But, I don't know. It's just a theory. Uh, yeah, and the reason for that would be, uh, yeah, it's just like their arguments for TV deals and marketing. I think like the LA market, it's, I mean, they're like 20 million people that live in LA. And then in New York, that's 20 million people. But like up there in Boston, I mean, Massachusetts, what? How many people live there? It's Massachusetts. So you got Maine, New Hampshire. It's It's like, what's that, like 10? Maybe because they just they have a ton of money up there. I don't know. But, yeah, just give it, you know, Pirates got to negotiate better, man. I want to see, see winning baseball. Let's see a World Series. It's been only been 40 years. It's only been like about a couple generations of fans. I haven't seen anything except, uh, you know, a bobblehead night and a firework night to draw people in. Free t-shirt. Free shirt Friday for the first 25,000 fans to show up to PNC Park. I don't know. But yeah, 1.5 million like attendance after going all the way down from like 2.5 million in like just three years. That's bad and i'm one of them like i used to go like i would go to like five six pirate games or something like that a year i think last year i only went to like two and it was just like free tickets 
this year, I don't even know. Uh, it's just you watch the game. You watch. It's just cheaper. You just watch the game at home and have a couple beers, watch baseball. It's a good time. Shoot the shit. Can't wait. It'll just be on. Something to do. That's like the nice thing about baseball. It's just you could say there's so many games, but it's just like it's just nice to have something that's like on. Like the game is on. And it's not and it, there's just so many games in a season. It's not like this is must see, but it's like sometimes the game it'll develop and it'll be a really good game or it could be a really just lousy boring game but it's just it's something that's it's something that's on tv it's just somewhere you go into the bar and the baseball game is on yeah it's just it's nice you can kind of just lean back and it's like you can just drink watching the just a nice three and a half hour game go at the bar you know there's a ton of yinzers that do that yinzers love baseball they love getting in there at seven and then drinking till the game ends at ten thirty, and then they go home and you know wake up at five to go work uh you know the mill at the union job the one mill that's left uh the union job for eight hours come home at three and you know just hang out waiting for the seven o'clock game to start again all right this is like none of this is getting anywhere oh yeah and the penguins are pretty good too i think (laughs) i think yeah they're gonna make the playoffs right they're like second division let me look this up Pittsburgh Penguins. <sighs> talking sports. Love talking sports. Uh, they're third in the Metropolitan Division. Eastern Conference standings. Uh, Jesus Christ, are the Lightning and the Bruins good? Lightning are really good. Oh my god, look at that goal differential. Lightning get like four goals a game. That's crazy. That is wild. But the Penguins have been 6-2-2, two and 1-2 two, two straight. Um, They got, what, 93 points? Yeah, they're going to get in. Just that probably be like a later seed. Hey man, like that just happens sometimes. I mean, think of all the how good the Penguins have been the past since, you know, twelve years. Like your star players are getting old. Like Crosby's thirty-one, Malkin's thirty-one, thirty-two. I mean, you know, your guys are getting starting to get old. You got to start thinking thirty-five in hockey. I mean, that is that's that's like ancient. It's a young man's game. Like the best players, literally, are twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three. Like those, like right now, like my age. You just start thinking, like, these guys are going to come up. You're getting to that point where these guys are going to come up younger than you, and they're just going to be balling. I'm just going to be sitting here doing a doing a podcast. <laughs> hey, this is the paths we have all chosen at the end of the day. You know, that's what happens. But um, I think I have an email. I hope I remember the password to get in to check email of the week. I'm going to log out here. I'm going to try to, well, let me see here. All right. This is like almost 45 minutes. I've, 40 minutes. I've really, uh, I've really had a lot to say today. Steelers. Steelers. 
That's like my Tourette syndrome. I'll just be sleeping and then I'll just say, Steelers! And then wake up. And then drink some Rolling Rock. Alright. Here's the joke of the week. It says joke 48. <clears throat> if a hooker blew smoke from a black and mild into your mouth, I'm pretty sure it would be cleaner than breathing the air. Beijing. Okay. Sent from my iPhone. Oh, of course. If a hooker blew smoke from a black and mild into your mouth, I'm pretty sure it would be cleaner than breathing the air in, in Beijing. You forgot the in. It's a fucking idiot. All right, now that's, <laughs> that's the uh, email of the week. Joke of the week. And um, that's the podcast. Email the podcast, stoochcast at gmail.com. I hope we learned a lot. We talked about sports, talked about Australia. There was a lot of, you could probably condense this really into about five, not even five, like two minutes, but hey, it's all about quantity, not quality. Am I right? <laughs> all right, peace. See you next week.